Hello, Simon. Can you hear me? Are you out there? It says you're here, but it also says you're offline, so I don't know what's going on. Oh, I can't, I can't hear you. I, on the guest and call-ins thing, it says you're offline, but um, I can't hear you. Hello, can you hear me now? Oh yeah, I've got you now. Ah, right, good. Now my uh, little uh, symbols just appeared at the top of the uh, uh, of the screen. So uh, there you go. There we are then. We have to assure our listeners that uh, this is the very first time we've ever done this, and uh, and obviously, you know, it's a technical hitch. Yep, I've got I've I've got something a bit a bit technical that might work. It's it's a jingle for the start of for the start of the first ever sacred cow. Should we just pretend that none of this has happened so far, and I'll stop talking, and then you can do the jingle, and then introduce it like the the show's starting. Like, yeah, like like a proper podcast. Right? So this is kind of like the meta thing, you know, the meta thing where it's like, uh, um, what was that show? Is it not Gary Shandling? The one where it was like um, you saw all the back, uh, all the behind the scenes stuff going on and then the actual show started. We'll, we'll just say that this is some kind of unscripted preamble, even though I'm reading off my script here. Yeah, well, I'm reading off a script too. Let me, hold on a sec. <laughs> there we go right um so i'm on to the second page so yeah so why why don't we just do it like that just like completely kind of you know say that this is the meta bit at the beginning and then you do the jingle and then we just get on and do what we'd uh, rehearsed lovely back in, stuff back in london in the rehearsal space uh, last month yeah in soho in so it was in soho wasn't it it was off just off dean street wasn't it Right. Is that the jingle? Sacred cow. Jesus wept. There you go. Yeah. It's a that's work re- in progress. That's really professional. That's it's it's like, you know It's original. You you've done that all your life really. Well I came up with that that myself, the yeah. melody and um most of the lyrics. The sacred cow bit was me. That's, I mean, it's mine, but my mind is blown already, and, and we've only been talking for about two, three minutes. Well, so, uh, we're off to a strong start. Now, on we the, are, um, aren't we? <laughs> on, the, on the chat itinerary, yeah, that I've carefully put together. Cool. For some reason, I've put Sacred Cows of Film up first, even though it's probably the, the thing that I've got the least material on, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I've got item one on the agenda is Godfather Toppling. Oh, yes, Godfather Toppling, yes, that's right. Now, IMDb gives The Godfather 8.2 out of 10. Right. Um, I tried watching it once, and I told you before, I I fell asleep. I couldn't get through it. Yeah. It's not my kind of thing, so you might have to fill me in on what actually goes on, if anything does go on. Right. Well, I I mean, the thing is, is that everybody raves about it. Everybody says it's, like, the best film ever made, right? 
and and I I just I just don't get it. I just literally don't get it, right? Because because whenever I've watched it, yeah, and and I, I I mean I've 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 only kind of seen it in bits, but I fi- I find myself kind of falling asleep and then kind of waking up, and just and it's just I I just don't get it. And and everybody says, oh yeah, it's like really edgy and really dangerous and it looks amazing. But I mean, I'll, I'll. I mean, just, just, just the plot itself is just utterly ridiculous. So, um, you know, I mean, I, as far as I can tell, right? Yeah. Basically, there's these kids, yeah, mm-hmm. and they and they live in this like kind of suburban house, and then all of a sudden, one of them goes down to the bottom of the garden and and like discovers an alien that can right. talk, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and then they sort of like they hide it in the house, and then for some reason there's a bit where they they they're on bikes and they go across in front of the moon. Oh yeah, then, yeah, I've seen this one. And then at the end of it, it's just all kind of like et go home and stuff like that. And I, I just thought to myself, you know, everyone's saying, oh yeah, it's like really dangerous and like the plot's labyrinthine and the, and the, the acting is incredible. You know, I mean, I'm I'm on the the Godfather IB, uh, IMDb page at the minute, and it yeah. doesn't look anything like the film I've seen. So you know, you you tell me. You, I mean, you tell me. It's like some kind of conspiracy, as well, far they, as I'm concerned. It, the um the actor that everyone rates is obviously I, I'm dreadful with actors' names, as you know. But yeah. The the little old fella that that wears the towel, the with the wrinkles. Yeah. Um, and I I think his his acting's particularly wooden. In, yeah, especially there's a scene in um I remember just before I fell asleep he's hiding uh-huh. in a cupboard in a child's bedroom and I can see how that could be interpreted as a bit dangerous and a bit edgy but yeah. it all just sort of fizzles into nothing you're you're well, right there. Well I mean they they said that it was it was based on a novel by Mario Puzo. I mean I I mean it's like a kids book, you know. I mean I I've I've seen the book before and the book bears no relationship at all to the film mm. um and 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 they and and everybody raves about the acting you know like marlon brando how could you tell it was him if he's in that kind of that that alien suit you know with the long finger oh it was you a know? costume well apparently so that's what they say i mean and all the stuff about putting the cotton wool in uh, in the cheeks how how could you tell if it was like a a kind of an alien costume? I mean, I, I just didn't get it. I just literally didn't get it. So well, if you know. if I if I were to play devil's advocate, I, uh-huh. I would say you know it's based on the story. They they can add in more BMX and and stunts and wheelies if they want to to sort of make it more appealing to a younger audience. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they have to do something because, I mean, it's like one of those films that's like caught between two stools. I mean, it comes on like it's some kind of like mafia sort of story. Mm. But in actual fact, it's like a kind of a a heartwarming children's story about love and loss and, 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 you know... But, I mean, everyone just goes, oh, yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, I'm literally on the IMDb site at the minute and, like, I'm looking at the reviews... You know, and it's and it we're, we're about overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, overwhelmingly positive. You know, nobody seems to mention. You know, that the 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 actual film itself bears no relationship at all to the to the uh, um, the promotional material, to the trailer, to the posters. You know, yeah. that I don't. I just don't get why people don't realise. 
that, you know. I mean, look, plot keywords, mafia, crime, family, patriarch, organised crime, rise to power. It's got nothing like that in it at all, it's you know. Not, it's not ticking any of the boxes. It, no, tell you what it reminds not. me of. Um, yeah. a, a more contemporary example, that yeah. Suicide Squad film, where the trailer had loads of Joker, there was lots of jokes, yeah. um, purple and green was, yeah. was a... Were, were there? They were those colours were present, and in the final film, nothing. Yeah. And and they nearly got sued for that, didn't they, for not having well, enough Joker? Well, precisely. I mean, I I saw Suicide Squad, and I and I you know I saw the trailer, and there was like you know Harley Quinn and 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 um, the gang, the guy out of Thirty Seconds to Mars, whatever his name is, and and then when I watched it, it was just a, a lot of people made out of Lego. You know, I, I just and, and I just didn't understand it. I thought, well, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, what's his name out of, uh, you know, Mugatu out of um, out of Zoolanders in it at the oh, end. Oh right, and 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 everyone's made out of Lego, and everything thought, is awesome. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it was it was absolutely nothing like the film itself, and it. I mean, I I, I don't understand. I literally don't understand how they can get away with it. I just literally don't understand how they can get away with it. So, uh, you know. Well, we'll have to condemn... We'll condemn The Godfather to Room 101 then. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like that film Thor. I mean, somebody said you want to go and see that th- film Thor. That their said, Thor film. Yeah, I said, why Why do I want to see a film about snow melting? Yeah. <laughs> you want to watch Ice Age if that's your thing. Yeah. But I, I mean, That's actually, we'll keep yeah. Ice Age and Ben the Godfather. Yeah. But anyway, I, I can tell you now, entirely overrated the Godfather. Absolutely overrated. Wouldn't, 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 you know, recommend it to anyone. So Too much BMX. Go. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Well, I, I've put down for my, um, the, the behemoth that is Toy Story. I've put down ah, Toy Story yeah, for a Toy film Story, yeah. that I think is overrated. And I'm just, uh-huh. are you, are you on Messenger at the moment? Um, I am, yeah. I'm wondering if I come out of uh, Podbean, whether or not that means you won't be able to hear me. Um, I'll risk it, Simon. Should we try it? Okay. I'm going to send you a picture now, and this is the reason why I think that it's overrated. Okay. I've I've clicked send. Yeah. Um, It says Facebook has processed the image. Okay, let's have a look. Um, I can see a, a dog... With with eyes looking up at me. Now that that dog is um is the fan favourite. He's called Scud in Toy Story One. Oh yeah. And they reckon that the animation mm. for this film. I mean, I think it took something ridiculous like three whole years just to um just to do one of his paws. <laughs> That's what I'd heard. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's a there's a render village somewhere near Burbank in uh, in. Uh, California, yeah. where it's like about four hundred thousand square miles, and it's just computers rendering. Um, pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pause, and occasionally ears and eyes. But um, well, look, my yeah. point is, I wish everyone who's listening to this could see the image because this makes no sense. Um, <laughs> I, I, I could have knocked that up on a on an iPad three within about you know. 20 seconds to be perfectly honest yeah the, the so eyes. i agree with you yeah yeah but um, um i mean apparently there is some an, uh, animated films apparently frozen 2 uh it took so much computing power to uh, to actually create 
um, the 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 uh, the into the unknown scene that apparently they they had to start making the film in the uh, 18th century. Um, Bloody it hell! That long to render it. So yeah. So I mean, that was what? that was quite a thing. Yeah, if I'd, I'd compare that to how James Cameron had to wait ten years for Avatar, and that yeah. was okay. But Frozen Two, I've heard good things about it. People moaning about mm. um, the horse. The, the I've not seen it. There's a ghosty sea horse character. I forget the name of it. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's it's well worth the wait. Well worth the two hundred and fifty year wait for the film. I think. But well, I mean, um, it was written a while back, wasn't it? Because I think it's like an ancient Norse. Fable? I, I think it. I think de- definitely it was when they discovered Beowulf, when they found the shoebox with Beowulf in. Yeah. Toy Story was behind in the there. fridge. Yeah, Toy Story. Uh, that was in there, and uh, and also I think the Lego Movie. I think there was an a, a, an original draft for the for the Lego Movie too. Any so. Carry On box sets? Oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, Carry On has been around for you know. I mean, that's Greek tragedy, isn't it? Really? I mean, that's <laughs> well. That's that's literally, um, you know, that's that's the three unities. Isn't that's it, what really? started it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you had Carry On, then you had Virgil, and then Thunderbird. So you know, you've, you've got <laughs> yes. you've got all, all of it going on there, really. But I mean, coming back to Toy Story, I yeah. actually really enjoy the film. I mean, I I have to say, you know, um, it, it's heartwarming because as 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 humans, we're all attached to our toys. Yeah, and, you know, I think everyone can find something to identify, even if you know, if you look at Toy Story, it now looks like the equivalent of the um, the video for um, Money for Nothing. Do you remember that yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the, with all those those guys walking around with stubble, sort of saying, you know, that's the way you do it. And I was yeah. thinking like um, Sledgehammer, that music oh, yeah. video, that kind of degree of animation. Oh, that was Peter Gabriel, wasn't it? And Woody. Uh, Peter Gabriel and Woody. I remember there was a chicken that danced. There was a raw chicken that danced. In Toy Story? <laughs> no, in in the video for Sledgehammer. I think that um, was like a demo version. That He, he later became Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember a raw chicken in Toy Story. Just simply because the, the health and safety... Um, ramifications, yeah. you know, if if like you know the child had picked up the raw chicken and yeah. then had touched yeah. Woody and and Buzz and their and Mr Potato Head, then of course they would have spread the salmonella or listeria around. Yeah, and then of course it would have just ended with vomiting and um, and diarrhoea. Well, the and spreading that, of germs is yeah is very very prescient in modern life. It is. It's a it's a big thing now, isn't it? It's true. All the it's, kids are doing it. It's trending, isn't it, on Twitter? Um, it is the so Twitter I mean, kids. Yeah, but I think I don't think we should really, you know, trivialise, you know, because I think that this is a perfect opportunity to to get people to wash their hands. Well, we've uh, got we've got two listeners here, so if they could, if we? they could just, we, uh, it says here we've got Easterly Witch and JC ninety three listening. Um, if you're out there, please, please wash your hands. Yes, um, I can assure you that at least one of those people is my wife. So, uh, <clears throat> right? Can you check yes. that she's washed her hands? Uh, I think she has done. Yeah, she'll probably Excellent call. News. She'll probably call up the stairs in a minute to tell me she's done that. So, uh, I hope she's enjoying it. Well, um, I've got. I, we in, we intercepted a, a rare interview um, with with a with a German actor in the film section. 
Um, oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. He he's called Klaus. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, he's from. Um, is he from Mun- Munich? München? Mun- it says on here. Oh right, yeah. What's his name? Klaus Nick. Nick. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the script. I think it says Klaus von Nackenocker. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So should should I press play on on the yeah, interview? Yeah, play that play, got... play some music and then uh, and then go straight into the interview. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, okay. You, I'll I'll find the uh, I'll find the music. Yes. Uh, bear with me. Okay. Um, what have I done with it? I've got the record collection just here. I've got German yeah. folk music, Mein Lieblingsmensch. Oh, yeah. Should we give that one a go? Yeah, go, go for seven. that one then. And imagine it's like a segue. Oh, I hope it's got no swearing in it. Me too. I'm a bit modern. I wanted something a bit more moody. Um, all right, well, we'll just go ahead with press and play on the interview. Oh, yeah, uh, Klaus, I'm sure that this question has reached you before, but how did you appear first on the stage? Uh, hello, uh, are, you, are you receiving me? I'm receiving you long and clear. Yes, can you hear me, though? Um, a little in my left ear, my panning is off. Oh, good, yeah. Um, so, what, what was the question? I, I have forgotten. In all the excitement, I have forgotten the question. I, um, I, I, did not, I did not hear a question. I, I cannot answer if you have not asked me a question. Well, the question was this, Klaus. Yeah. Um, how yeah. did you first appear upon the stage? I I think I, I th- if I remember rightly the first time I the, uh, the first time I was on the stage I think it was stairs that allowed me to get onto the stage. Um, yes, definitely stairs placed at the at the side of the stage. Yeah, so I, I I'm only laughing because I'm remembering the stairs. They were hilarious. Fond ba- times. Yeah, they were badly. <laughs> They were badly painted, and there was no yellow tape to tell me where I should stand. It was so dark, and uh, I, I I tripped many times. But when I was on the stage, yeah, I was doing a German version of An Inspector Calls. Called Das Inspector Calls. Yeah, it was it was uh, amazing. There was an amazing class. Uh, there was... Um, the uh, Christoph Waltz, yeah, you remember him from the from the uh, Pulp Fiction uh, yeah, yeah. film, uh, and uh, the other German actor um, um, who I cannot remember. Um, but yeah, I, now I heard that uh, that the music um, yeah. was uh, made by the LA hip hop rapper Wilhelm Schmidt. Um, oh yeah, he, he was Schmidt the Fresh was... Prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Schmitty, as we called him, he was an ever present in uh, in the in the wings, and uh, yeah, we were we were always corpsing and laughing when he was there around uh, the I stairs. Had, 
You see, I was Inspector Ghoul, you see, and I had to deliver the, the speech about all the Eva Smiths and the John Smiths and all the, uh, you know, if we do not think about what we are doing, we will have to bloody well lump it or something. I can't remember the actual words. And, of course, there was uh, really in the things, you know, playing about with his uh, Moog. And, uh, Mini yeah, Moog, was... keyboard. Ah, yeah, it was a mini Moog, yes, but then he was standing a long way away, so Super. any Moog, any Moog would have seemed mini in that respect. But the yeah, choice of perspective. Happy times in 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 München. Happy times, yeah. This leads me on to my next um, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What 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 is your method of getting inside a character? Oh, well, you see, there was a film uh, where I had to play a tramp. And I, I spent six months inside a tramp just to experience the world through his eyes. Oh. And, uh, you know, it, it was a very uncomfortable experience being inside the tramp. But, uh, you know, I think I played him with a, uh, you know, with, with uh, some sort of authenticity. And, uh, it, and, and the film went on to make 500 million Deutschmark at the, uh, at, the, at the box office. So I think it was a success. I, th yeah. I think I saw this movie yeah. at, at yeah. the Palladium. Oh, yes, the Palladium, yes. Uh, of course, it was Fassbinder and, and uh, the, uh, it was, you know, Hans Zimmer did the music and, uh, yeah, it was incredible. The, to the be whole gang. Of. Yes. And, and of course, I, I won, I won uh, Oscar. Um, Oscar for, for Oscar this film, yeah. Yes, I, I won, actually won a person uh, as a result of uh, a bet I placed with, uh, uh, with Willy Schmidt. Uh, I didn't win an Oscar, no, I won Oscar. And he is uh, currently uh, tied up uh, under the bed. And then I need uh, someone to brush my teeth. He's there, dear old Oscar, dear lovable Oscar, yeah. Dear uh, Kleiner Oscar. Kleiner Oscar, eine kleine Oscar, yeah. Uh, ich bin in der Straßbahn Haltestelle geschlossen. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, ich habe uh, one more question. Um, yeah, yeah. It says, it is rumored uh, on your fan websites that you have a rather specific collection in your Bavarian home state. Um, yeah. Could you elaborate all over this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Could you ask the question again? Uh, your your German accent was so impeccable. I would I would like to hear it again, even though I understood the question perfectly. Do you have to? <laughs> something okay. about having a collection of something in my Bavarian home state. It it is just rumored. a collection. Yeah. It is rumored on your fan website that yeah. you have a rather specific collection in your Bavarian homestead. Could you yeah. elaborate all over this? Ah, yeah. I have a collection of novelty egg cups. Uh, they are egg ah. cups from around the world, and they are uh, excruciatingly wonderful. There are gold uh, egg cups. There are onyx egg cups. Oh, wunderbar, wunderbar. Wunderbar egg cups. There are uh, steel egg cups. That is my Lieblings egg cup. There are the wooden egg cups, there are the egg cups with the face of the, 
of the uh, of the famous German footballers, the Hans Krankel uh, footballer face of the A Cup, and the A Cup with the uh, with the uh, uh, huge sausage and uh, and ah oh. uh, uh, yeah and the, and the Black Forest Ghetto. Uh, oh. uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, the, that is my collection. I do not thrust it into people's uh, faces, but you know, I, I'm very, I'm very proud of of my collection. And if you ever need an egg cup, uh, you do do are the man. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Um, uh, this is very true. Uh, very true on so many levels. Yeah. Dankeschön. I'm sure your fan website um, will be appeased um, with your with your yeah. words of, of uh, praise. Dankeschön. Alfie the same. Choose, choose. So there we are, Simon. That was um, an interview with Klaus. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never heard of him before. It was. Uh, he seems like an interesting guy. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I can see a lot of myself in him, to be perfectly honest. But uh, well, I'm sure he sees know. a lot of himself in you if he ever met you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to meeting him. But there you go. Well, um, I've got next on here a music. What's next? I've got music down on here now. Ah, I my fav- favorite subject. Yeah, it's my favorite I, subject. I've been looking forward to this one. I've got some great material. I Good, said to okay. you earlier, yeah. I've got a, um, a lovely, uh, lovely fact. Lovely, yeah, yeah. lovely fact. Yeah, um, oh yeah, what's that then? On this day, yeah. the 31st of March, but in 1972, yeah. the official Beatles fan club closed its fan club forever, it says. Did it really? Yeah, on this day, the Beatles fan club, 48 years ago. Oh my god! Oh my god! It only seems like yesterday, doesn't it? Do well, you see I... what I did there. It only seems like yesterday. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, I've got you a Beatles quiz here. Okay. Um, yeah. Good. I say I've I've got you a Beatles quiz. Um, yeah. I've done this because you think that Sergeant Pepper is a sacred cow. I do believe it to be so. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, there before a... we get. We've hooked the listeners with that, the promise yeah. of your explanation of that. But first, we'll do my yeah. Beatles quiz. Okay. Um, okay. So, put these uh, mm. Beatles CDs, compact discs, mm. in order of cheapest to most expensive. CD right. number one, the mm. Beatles, the early tapes. Yeah. Second one. Yeah. The, so, you're getting that down? I'm actually writing it on a post-it at the minute. First yeah. one was the Beatles, the early tapes. Yeah. Second one, yeah. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah. Not the catchiest title. No, um, it's not, is it? So what was that last bit, Club Band? Yeah, yeah Lonely okay. Hearts Club Band. Yeah, got that, yeah. And the third and final one um, is the Beatles' Transmissions, 1964, all the way up to 1965. Right, OK. Um... Right, and you want me to tell you which is the cheapest and which is the most expensive? Yeah, if you would. Um, well, I, I would probably say, because the Beatles early tapes, because now, uh, I, am I right in thinking that because it's like 50 years has have mm. elapsed, that means that the earliest Beatles stuff, now anyone can put out a Beatles album. Is that right? 
I'm I'm not sure how the copyright would work on that one. So, because like I I think I think that because if you go on like you know Spotify or whatever, there are all these Beatles albums that all look like they're knocked off. But yeah, I, I, yeah. So I would probably say that the Beatles early tapes is the cheapest one. I would say the next cheapest would be was it Beatles tram lines sixty four sixty five. Tram, tram, tram missions. Tram. Sorry, because I can't read my handwriting. I've written down Beatles tram lines. Tram transmissions. Transmission sixty four to sixty five. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Is that music? Uh, it's music that I think it it was. It's the the music taken from a BBC film and audio transmission. Oh, um, I see. Right. From that golden period, 1964 up to 1965. Oh, yeah. Rubber Soul, Revolver, um, with, uh, the, uh, with the Beatles, all, all the classics. That was 64, 65, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, bear that in mind. Uh, so that would be the next cheapest. And then I'd probably say Sergeant Pepper, just because it's the one that people have heard of off of that list. As the most expensive. Yeah, I'd say probably at least four or five quid for Sergeant Pepper, going down to maybe a couple of quid for the other two. Well, Simon. What's the answer then? You've got all of them right. Have I really? <laughs> you've done it, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, your prices are way off, but... The are they? All oh, right. Yeah. The early tapes retails yeah. on the HMV website, and, and we're not sponsored. If they, if they do fancy sending us a few um, videos yeah. or... LPs will we'll take them. The early tapes cost six pounds ninety nine. Wow. The the tram lines cost yeah. ten pounds ninety nine. And what do you get for the tram lines for the sixty four to um, sixty five? Just a compact disc in a case. Um, I'm sure there there might be some interesting liner notes in there. Although I'm not promising that. If you do go out and buy it, let us know. Oh yeah. Okay. And and then the most expensive was Sergeant Pepper. At, £11.99. Christ, that's a lot of money for a CD, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to record fairs and I've, I've seen the, the actual original pressings probably for about 30p. Yeah. I, people I, throw them away. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you could, you could hang them up and uh, keep the birds off your allotment, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Those. Yeah. But, so there you go. Um, yeah, well, that's fasc fascinating, fascinating quiz, that is. It's amazing how much you can learn from just a few questions. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Uh, do, you want to know some, do you want to know some actual facts that I've got about Sgt Pepper and why I think that it's wonderful? Okay, go on then. John Lennon, you know the cover with all the, with all the cardboard cutouts? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, John Lennon apparently wanted Jesus and Hitler together on the sleeve. Oh, um, yeah. But he wasn't allowed because Jesus and Hitler were dead at the time. Were they? Yeah. What, in the 1960s? Yeah, no, they couldn't get them. They were dead. Oh, God. That explains a lot, really, doesn't it? Yeah. What, both, what, both of them? Um, it just, all I've got here is it says, because Jesus and Hitler were dead at the time that the photo was taken. Bloody hell. And so was Paul. It says here they got an... Imp they got an impersonator to play Paul on the record and they put loads of clues in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's funny you should say that because I'm looking at the picture now. 
Mm. Um, and I can't see, I can't see Jesus or Hitler, but I can see Paul though. Well, I'm thinking there's, you know, you know these Beatles conspiracy theories, but they're yeah. saying that you know Hitler was dead, Paul was replaced. I mean, you do the maths, but it seems like you know one mm. disappears and then suddenly a new Paul turns out. Are you, you know, saying that Paul is Hitler? Well, I'm just saying all they would have had to have done was a quick shave job, put put one of those brightly coloured uh, military drummer outfits on him, and there you go. They do have a very similar moustache. So yeah, I've seen I, that that gig on the roof. Yeah, and and I know that Paul McCartney did try to annex Poland as well. So um, <laughs> there there are there's similarities there, aren't there? So, mm. Yeah. It wasn't a very good song, though, the one where he annexed Poland. No. So it was a bit... I think it was the B-side of Yellow Submarine, I think, or something. So. Was it really? I think Ringo sang that one. So, yeah, it's not, not a great one. Might have got the idea. From Might have got the idea, yeah. Go on, give us another fact, then, about Sgt. Right. Pepper, then. John Lennon. Um, yeah. He based the song She's Leaving Home on a newspaper article about a girl who ran away from home. But this mm. is where it gets crazy. He'd actually met her without knowing, and there's video evidence um, up the YouTube of yeah. him um, of him sort of going up to this girl, shaking her hand. She, I think she'd won a competition, and yeah, he'd actually met her and didn't know that the newspaper article was about this kid that he met. And then she left home. And she left home, and then he yeah. wrote a song about that girl leaving home, not knowing that it was the girl that he'd met before so, she'd left home. So let me get this right then. Shook hand... Wrote song, she left home. No, shook hand. Shook hand. Forgot. Forgot. She left home. He saw it in news, wrote song, realised, wait a minute. Right. God, yeah, because that, that order makes sense, doesn't it? But in, in any other order... No, that it would be even weirder, be. though, if he wrote a song about a girl leaving home and then went to meet her... Yeah, thinking about it. Does, it doesn't bear that. I won't. I won't. If you don't mind. <laughs> right. Um, we'll move, we'll move so anyway, on. go move on. Then. So, yeah. Paul McCartney's Hitler. John Lennon. Right. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Three songs were banned by the BBC oh, of yeah. the album. The oh, first right. one was "A Day in the Life" because it says, "Love to turn you on." Oh God. And, um, yeah. Apparently, that was about LSD. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, because that was apparently about LSD. Why and is that? Why, why did they think it was about LSD? Oh, his, apparently his kid wrote it yeah. or, or drew a picture of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds mm. um, after he found a bit of LSD or something, and then and people found out, and LSD, oh, right. Lucy Sky Diamonds, you know, that's the... yeah. Well, I, I, I would get with that idea if it weren't for the fact that the song was called Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Um, yeah. So that, if it that's was that. L-I-T-S-D. Yeah. L-I-T-W. No. Because that's Litswid. That's not LSD. Yeah. And as far as up, I know, Litswid yeah. is not a drug. It's, it's not a drug. If you went to somebody on the street and said, uh, well, you wouldn't now, obviously, because no. we're all in lockdown. But if you did... Yeah, well, you'd have to be six foot away, wouldn't you, if you did? Yeah. And then how would you get the drugs? Because if you're six foot away, how you unless they're long drugs, you know, <laughs> yeah. like like, like well, they're like they're sticks of rock or something. 
But then rock, that's a drug, Rock's isn't it? already... Yeah. It doesn't but, come in sticks, though. I've no, heard. it doesn't, does it? No. So anyway, it's lit's weed. So lit's if you weed. went up to somebody... Yeah, if you went up to somebody, say, can I have, like, some lit's weed... They just go, what are you on about? Well, man? a whole one. Oh, like a whole one, yeah. So you wouldn't <laughs> say metres. that. So two, can I have two metres, please? Um, yeah, I'm social distancing. I'd like to, <laughs> two, two metres worth of, of drugs, yeah. yeah. Can you lay them in a line for me and then I'll, and then you walk away and then I'll pick them up? Yeah, yeah. standard like that, procedure. Yeah. Well, but then you'd have to give them long money, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, because like a, a well, you 20... could roll it if they were downhill from you. You could roll it to them. You'd have or to pay you... for it in coins, though. Or you could wrap a twenty-pound note around a stone and then throw it at the at the person, wouldn't you? That would work, wouldn't it? We could try it out. I'll put a yeah. I'll put a bulletin. Willing willing to attempt different methods of pick you up drop that. off. It's funny old world, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's it's yeah. certainly food for thought. And and did we get a third song that was banned, or would we? We did. All still... oh, right. <laughs> it was um, it was being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Oh um, yeah. And it mentioned Henry the Horse, which was about LSD. All <laughs> oh, right. Wasn't that the one off the poster? Wasn't that the one that he got all off the poster that he bought? Yeah, no, John, well, John Lennon said himself that he hated that album. They spent too much time in the studio. He just, at yeah. the end, he was just looking at posters, passing them off as lyrics, reading like local classified ads. They were just in such a hurry to get it done, weren't they? Just to get you know. content, just to get material. I mean, yeah. yeah. Advertising signs, whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say it's a pretty good album, but the reason why I think it's overrated is because I think the White Album is so much better. Yes. Certainly the first side, the first record of, of the double album of the White White Albums is brilliant. I, so. I didn't know who wrote the songs on the White Album. I, no. I just know which ones I like, and they're all, they're all Lennon-written songs. A lot, yeah. A lot, I think a lot of them are Beatles songs. Well, um, yes. Yeah, that that I would definitely in in that area. If I was if I was asked to figure out who'd written the songs on the White Album, my go-to band would be the Beatles, definitely. And then it would be the Humans that were in the band to have physically yeah. ri- written the songs. Um, well, what about course, if we're going to go to that level? I mean, surely yeah. there was some back back then pre pre technology. Yeah, Pens probably wrote this, wrote many of the songs. Actually, I think a lot of them. I think that's that they're the unsung heroes in in all this because no no one ever talks about the Pens, do they? Everyone talks about oh yeah, Lennon wrote this and McCartney. It's very Beatles centric. Yeah, but nobody ever talks about the Pens that they use because if it wasn't for the bloody Pens, they'd never have been able to write anything. So you know, you know, let's just yeah. Yeah, ah, picture the scene. That's a good John, one, John Lennon sat there at a desk just going, oh, mm. if only I had something to get these ideas out of my mm. my peaceful mind. Of course, you know who the fifth Beatle was, don't you? It was Who's Ringo. That? It was Ringo. Ringo so, was the yeah, fifth. He was the fifth Beatle, yeah, because the other four were John, Paul, George and uh, George Martin, weren't they? So they were the... Yeah. And then you had Ringo, who's like kind of, you know, he was the shadowy kind of Sven Garley in the background playing the drums. So well, they right. said, when they said, um, 
you know, is is Ringo the best drummer in the world? Yeah. And and uh, what was it they said in reply? Um, he's not even the best, the best drummer, drummer in the in Beatles. The... No, that's right. That's sad because that was... he's. Bre- to be fair, he's a left-handed drummer, isn't he? And 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 so when he when he plays the drums in Tomorrow Never Knows, he drags slightly because he's left-handed and it's that drag that actually gives the um the drum pattern it's kind of brilliant syncopation you see oh well that, I was, never. A, that was actually a serious musical point there wasn't yeah it? i know i, I should have to stop doing that yeah no, i yeah. think the best drummer in the beatles were the drumsticks because without the drumsticks well nobody ever talks about the drumsticks do they everyone just talks about ringo nobody ever talks about the drum Kit. The amount the of times sticks. I think the sticks were the unsung hero of the well, Beatles. They, they were, weren't they? I mean, you know, and and the sticks still stand up today, don't they? As uh, as as brilliant. So I mean, that's the yeah. thing you say, you know. But um, yeah. now, talk, talking about drumsticks, I'm going to go on a on a little side note. Um, I was watching one of these really cheesy um, documentaries, American documentaries about British rock on YouTube the other night. Oh yes, yeah, and um. It was about the Led Zeppelin, or Led Led and the Zeppelins. The Led the Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, they, that was yeah. Is it too soon though? I mean, that's the thing. Too soon with the Zeppelin disaster. Yeah, well, that came up, but the these, yeah, it was all conjecture. These, these American uh, YouTubers hadn't done any research. I mean, they they were going um John Barnham um, used yeah. to play with four sticks, and and I thought, oh my yeah, god. Four, four sticks was just a song. I don't think it was autobiographical. No, wasn't that a song by uh, Kings of Leon? Four sticks. Oh, that does ring a bell. Wait a minute, I've got one of their app. I know oh, it's four, four kicks. That's it. Four kicks. Yeah, four sticks in the. Mm, you don't hear a lot kick. about. Do you know? What I was thinking the other day. You don't hear about a lot about Kings of Leon these days, do you? Whatever no, happened to Kings of Leon? I think they just sort of backed away and do the festival circuits now. They were good. I used to like Kingsland when they first started. I used to like them. Then they went all stadium. Yeah, um, it was when Sex is on Fire came out. Yeah, I of... just thought that was just attention grabbing. That like because they put sex yeah. in the title and it was all like kind of we're, we're edgy yeah. now. That's sex, quite dangerous. Fire and on as well, and it was yeah. just like kind of. It was like, oh, we're we're not going to bother with the songs anymore. We're just going to write the titles and then just scream a lot and you know. Yeah. And... Well, that's it. Yeah, like that's that. what it sounded like to me. Whereas at least with Molly's Chambers, you know, you had a decent song. Yeah. Even if you couldn't make Edna Taylor what they were on about, at least no, what's, you know. Uh, the... Joe's head is it off the first album? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, there's another example there. You see, I mean, that's you know. That's a classic, isn't it? It's a classic stomper, isn't it? Yeah, kind tranny. Ballad, ballad stomper type sort of, you know. Um, I don't want sex on fire. The, it, it's, it's, no, I'm who thinking, does? Who, who does? does? The abrasion, yeah. the friction. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just... It's just... It's just Juvenile. Like show, it's just showing off, isn't it, to be honest? No wonder we don't hear about them anymore. I say it's a good thing. And the strokes. You don't hear much about the strokes anymore, do you? No. Or or Ashley Tisdale either, you know, or <laughs> no, all of these. I mean, all these people of from, our time. Yeah, from the two thousands. You know, they were all kind of the same scene, weren't they? You know, you had like yeah, you had like you know the Future Heads. You had like Pete Doherty, uh, 
Pete Doherty, the Libertines, you had uh, Franz Ferdinand, Ashley Tisdale, you know, and you just don't, you don't hear much about them anymore. They just burned out, didn't they? No, well, they they get they get one great film or or record out, and then they just sort yeah. of disappeared. I think it must have been the the Times, you know, High School Musical two, mm. um, you know, Arctic Monkeys with uh, Suck It and See. I have to say, Ashley Tisdale's version of the Disney song "Kiss the Girl" is is probably the my go to one, definitely. In what uh, situation? Uh, listening to music and wanting to hear the song kiss the girl because i don't really have that much choice it's either the disney one or her version but i think her her version you know at the end of that session they must have all just looked at each other and just gone what have we created this is amazing do you know what i mean i mean that's the thing you know we're talking about you know sergeant pepper but whoever talks about ashley tisdale's vent uh you know adventures in re-recording the the disney back catalog you know i mean no that that hardly ever gets a mention, you know, and, it's and just, it should it's, do. It's historical revisionism, isn't it? Because of course, you know, at the time everyone was talking about it, but now hardly anybody does. So you know, well, it's good to I, hark back. It is. I don't think Howard Goodall's going to make a documentary on uh, BBC Four about Ashley Tisdale songs, is, is he? But he. Well, he, why not? He, well, he made one about Sergeant Pepper. You see, um, uh, and he told busy. us. It was quite good because he he kind of mansplained to us how music is made, and uh, and then showed us how to count up to three so that we understood how uh, Penny Lane was written, and, uh, oh. and I appreciate that because I could never count up to three, and and hold a tune in my head at the same time. So it was well, good that Howard it, was there. It to, stood you. It stood you in good stead, Simon, because the counting st- to three meant you could your stead was stood well. Yeah, absolutely. My stead's never been more stood. As a result and, of Howard's counting, um, and, and when you when you got those three Beatles CDs in the correct order, you were cock a hoop. <laughs> I have to say, my hoop has has never been so cocker. I literally, no. in all in all the in all the times I've thought about my hoop, it, it literally and rated is, its cockerness. Yeah, that that's the most cockery it's ever got. Definitely. Um, I, I even wrote about it in my diary, you know, uh, about the time when I got those right, and you know, in the last um, half hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it was when you played that piece of music that gave me the opportunity oh, the ger- to write the, something the, down. The extract of German uh, music. Yeah, when that bloke came on doing that with that appalling German accent. Yeah. Oh yeah. So how much more of this is there to go then? Um, it's not that I'm not enjoying it. I'm just kind of wondering when it'll end. That's all. No, I wonder that often. Um, it's <laughs> I've got food. Have we um, done everything now? We've we've done everything, Beatles. We haven't talked about quinoa, have we? Well, that yeah. Under food, I've got quinoa. Yeah, and I've also got an item called hand grenade pies. Oh right. I, if I can just point out that the title of your podcast is the Sacred Cow, isn't it? And, and oh yeah. If anyone was wondering why we were talking about what we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. apart from the interview with the German guy, these are all things that are overrated, aren't they? And, yes. And there's and there's literally no other podcast that does this at all. There's literally, if you type in the sacred cow into Podbean, there's literally this. no other, apart from seven other podcasts that do anything like what we're doing. 
and and they're all too specific they they've yeah. got their niche they found they found a way to make it work and we thought yeah. you know what we're going to break the rules plus the fact this is entirely unscripted and uh, we are just making stuff up as we go along so and i i should think they all the other ones they probably thought about it for at least six minutes before they actually yeah. committed it to uh, the airwaves whereas we literally are just making this up as we go along aren't we preparations for squares absolutely yeah absolutely anyway, I mean, what's, <laughs> are we on to quinoa now we're on to quinoa go on do quinoa because because my I'm, I'm having my dinner soon so uh that, make, that makes me sound about seven years old, doesn't it? Yeah, I've got to go got, now. My dinner's ready. I've got to come in for my tea. <laughs> anyway, quinoa then. Yeah, um, little grains. I'm not sure yeah. what it looks like when it grows. Maybe someone could... Uh, yeah. Can they add pictures? They can't. They look like, do you know what they look like? When they're cooked, they look like little hooks. They look like little round <laughs> hooks. It's like, it is the weirdest thing. It's like just someone's like, harvested Velcro. Yeah, they look like fucking. They look like Velcro. They look and and it's just and 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 in terms of taste, the the comparison is is you know doesn't stop there. I mean, mm. it it really is just a waste of space. And and when I first said the word out loud, I called it quinoa as well. Oh. Everyone does that though. Yeah, but I Maybe. so I not I not only don't like the taste of it, but I also have that embarrassing kind of you know muscle memory of having mm. said it wrong in front of somebody quite important. Yeah. I know. um I had a similar moment when I ordered um a, a jalapeno fajita. Uh, um, are you fajita. sorry? Are you all right? Yeah. So I thought you just had some kind of aneurysm for a second. <laughs> No, go and well, say I, it again. Jalapeno fajita. <laughs> but I asked for a jalapeno fajita, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and and the looks I got in there. So yeah, I'm with you on that one, bud. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see what you would have got if they didn't know what you were talking about and just went on what you'd said. I perished the thought. A jalapeno, a jalapeno fajita. Yeah, God what, knows what they fin- would have served fin- to you. Fajitas with jalapenos. What? <laughs> it, it could have literally could have been anything anatomical, couldn't it? <laughs> it could have been. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. But yeah, um, no, quinoa, quinoa, it's for the birds, mate. You know, it's just yeah, like, rabbit I mean, food. You, you're better off with some bulgur wheat or some buckwheat even. Buckwheat's good. I'm a big yeah. fan of buckwheat, yeah. On the buckwheat so, bandwagon. Buckwheat bandwagon, definitely, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm flying the flag for buckwheat this week I've um, um I must say I like Pearl Barley Pearl Barley I got all her records and <laughs> yeah. uh yeah especially all the ones she did in the 50s with um Billy Fury they were the best ones fantastic um, yeah they were both on the cover which of course you weren't allowed to do those in those days you weren't allowed to have a man and a woman on the cover of an album because that that suggested sexual intercourse so uh yeah, well and LSD and LSD, yeah. So I don't know how they did Peter, Paul and Mary. Um, I think they just had a rotor. I think what they did was they had yeah, they had a rotor, is that they, they, they issued three different versions of the album, one with Peter on, one with Paul on, and one with Mary on. Oh, so the collector <clears throat> what, market. And what people used to do is they used to get the two covers and they used to squish them together and rub them, like, you know, to simulate... Dirty frot- devils. 
to simulate frottage, I think. So, uh, so yeah, so that's that's my Peter, Paul and Mary anecdote. So um, I like that I one. I don't have any others, but uh, you, you got, can have that one. I've got one left on a hand grenade pie. Um, oh right, and then it, and then we're done, aren't we? Yeah, I think I think we'll call it a day. Bloody hell! Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, years, years ago. I mean, it's not it's not even a sacred cow. I mean, it's something that's looked down upon. What's the opposite of a sacred cow? Um, uh, a, a a dog that no one likes. <laughs> An unpleasant dog. Yeah, an unpleasant dog. Yeah, um, the unpleasant dog, um, in my experience, was what I, what we called a hand grenade pie. But because yeah. the incident happened when I was so young, I thought that's what these pies were called, and no right. one else had a bloody clue. Because yeah. it was a pie that came in a tin, not your Frey Bentos. Oh, Are you right, familiar yeah. with the Frey? Frey Bentos, yeah, the the sort of dish shaped uh, metal a, like helmet things. Yeah, can of pie looks like a can of pie. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, these ones are much more nuanced. They were sort of fist-sized, oh, and yeah, um, yeah they, you, but you cook them in the in the oven like mm -hmm. a, a fray bentos. Um, uh, but we, you, you have to open them because otherwise yeah. the puff pastry expands. Yeah. And we made this mistake. We we just put them in the oven and thought, oh, you put them in and they turn into a pie. Oh my god! And, and the the puff pastry expanded, yeah, um, creating immense pressure. Oh and, god, yeah. Well, when when we remove them from the oven, the yeah. the temperature shock of, of lovely hot oven to cold outside mm. made them sort of shiver and quake, and they sort of popped on their ridges. And eventually, mm. um, the the puff pastry buildup caused yeah. an explosion in my kitchen. There was gravy everywhere, and that's how they became hand grenade pies. That is the most wonderful anecdote I've ever heard. It was like poetry. That was it's a bloody nice story, isn't it? It was. It was like a. It was like a tone poem. It was like, uh, yeah. It was. Um, I, well, I that, can't. I. I can't even say anything to that. You just put it so brilliantly that I, it's, I'm not. It's a. It's going to be the basis of a kitchen sink drama that I'm working on. I think so. I think you've got a pin to play there, haven't you? Really. You've yeah. Got a, You've definitely you you can have you can have you know um, Kenneth Cranham in that and you can have uh, you know all the others that were in it and you could definitely or Beckett it's like almost yeah. Be Beckettian isn't it in its <laughs> yeah. in its conceit yeah waiting for hand grenade pies yeah absolutely it was lovely yeah I haven't got anything to say to that so uh, that's good then because we've nearly been we're at the hour mark nearly and i think our free we have an hour is enough for a podcast isn't it i think so i might chop it up do you think anyone has actually sat through all of this for an hour i hope not christ i tell you what they'd need a bloody medal wouldn't they <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun to do but i think i'm trying to imagine somebody that would have listened to the whole hour and and what kind of life support system they might be on or or whether or not they were suffering some kind of, you know... Um, some terrible affliction. Some terrible affliction, yeah, because, like, you know, it's been pretty weird, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's difficult to tell what's real and what's not anymore. <laughs> it is. I, I really don't know whether I'm coming or going, to be honest. But I think we should definitely do it again. I think if this was Sacred Cow 1, oh, I reckon... Sacred Cow 2. You, well, I'm going to say you, you've set a numerical precedent... And that Sacred Cow 2 has got to be your next move, I think. I think we should call it Sacred Cow Rides Again. 
Yeah, or Sacred Cow Part Two. This time it's war. <laughs> this time it's personal. This time it's personal. Yeah, in <laughs> in space, no one can hear your cream, <laughs> or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah no, I I think we've set, certainly tipped over a few sacred cows. Yeah, and and I think uh, you know it'd be fascinating to hear what people thought of this because uh, yeah, I think um, it would be a good case study. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, a good psychiatric case what study. What kind of person could last fifty-seven minutes and forty seconds? Yeah, of this. I, I can imagine being sat in a police station, having just been played what we've just done back to me, and then somebody sat sits there and says, "Do you have any questions? Do you do? You, would you like to explain this?" Yeah, and then, and then I, they shine then, a light on you. Yeah, and then uh, and then you have to actually explain what what it was all about. I Mahini's prob- just joined. Dos has joined. Mahini's joined. They've um, they've missed out on all the fun. Chili jelly. No, oh, oh, is 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 that another person? Chili jelly. No, no, I was I was just describing my dinner. Oh, this is. I was going to say they might want to know what it is that we've been talking about for the last um, hour. Or how best uh, it says at the top: the Beatles, Quinoa, Klaus, etc. That's pretty much it. I yeah, mean, I they, we covered that top of. The yeah, day. we covered we covered all of that. So, I mean, to be perfectly honest, you know, the, if they've turned up this late, then you know they'll just have to wait until it's the, it's all published. But um, should we should we should we call it a day there then? I think that would be best. And since you're the host, I have to say goodbye, and then I have to shut up, and oh, then you have you then have to take us out with some music, don't you? Oh yeah, take me out. Well, could be some Franz Ferdinand. I don't really oh, mind. Yeah. But do you want me to just shut up? Um, I'll say I'll say thank thank you for being my guest on the Sacred Cow, Simon. Um, it's okay, been a go, pleasure. Go on, say it then. Um, thank you for being on the Sacred Cow, Simon. It's been as always, a pleasure, and please, your hoop has been well and truly cocked. It's it's fabulous, and my hoop will never be the same again. I can assure you of that. Thank you very Thank much, you. Sam. It's been Bye. a pleasure. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye, Bye now. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to speak now. Cause... All right. Yeah, you have to be quiet. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Fade, fade, fade oh, I thought you... I... Oh, right. Okay. Is that Susie Quattro? Uh, a leather Tuscadero from Happy Days. Oh, is it really? I thought it was. Right. Oh, no, I'm supposed to not be talking at yeah. the minute, aren't I? Yeah. Is this copyright? Right. Bye, I think folks. it probably is, yeah. I was better stop this then before the police come and ask me questions. Yeah, for an you hour. can only have seven seconds. I think you've had about 17 so far. Oh, dear. Right, well, see ya. Bye.